with the Tenfold Podcast. Again, delayed. Yeah. Again, I'm sorry. <laughs> There's this lots is, going on. Good things. All good yeah, we've things. had good things going on, but it's been just really busy. And we have now figured out a better like format schedule for the podcast so that we can start putting out routine content again based yeah. on what our new lives are like. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> what has happened in your life now that's new? I Tori. got my citizenship. Yes. So I'm officially Aussie and it feels really good. And for anyone who's just tuning in now, we are Canadian sisters mm-hmm. who have not lived in Canada for, for me, for like eight years almost yeah, now. I'm almost six years in Oz now. Yeah. So we both moved over to Australia. I got my citizenship last year mm-hmm. and then Tori finally got hers this year. And it's been yeah. a super long, like hard process that, yeah, we really worked for. It's been a big part of our tenfold journey. Like. It's been huge and it felt like getting my residency felt like a relief, but I think this is kind of the final like, oh, you can just like relax. can't take this away. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't have to worry about visas or like, oh, what if something's like, it's like now I'm Aussie and you can't kick Once me Once you out. get that passport, you really feel like, <laughs> yeah, okay, this I is probably legit. Passport. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of wishful um, hoping. <laughs> yeah. You would need it for anything. But. No, but it feels so good. And like our friend Shadi came up for the ceremony and... My work put on the ceremony, which was so amazing. And okay, was, like, so this so is intimate. that thing where we talk about how life is like a, a script movie. written for you or like a movie <laughs> written for you. So, so many things tend to happen that seem so catered to the, your narrative, yeah. which I think is so funny. Like, so when I had my citizenship, it was at the Hoda Center, which is like mm-hmm. a big art center here. Uh, and it was really cool. There were like a couple hundred people there probably. Yeah. And there was a lot of heartfelt speeches. Um, yeah, it was great. It was a great ceremony, all yeah. this stuff. And we were like, oh, okay, I guess we're going to do that again for Tories, right? But it would have been a bit, like, boring, probably. Yeah. Or, like, we already knew, we already knew <laughs> the deal, that, blah, blah, blah. But, of course, somehow, like, it, well, you didn't even know when your citizenship no, was going to happen. and because of coronavirus, they delayed stuff a lot. And then they were doing them over Zoom for a while. And it was just, like, who knows when it will be. And then my work realized that they can actually apply to host ceremonies. And there's like another vo- a volunteer at work who was also waiting on his citizenship. So he was actually the one who was like hassling <laughs> to do it. And then I was like, oh, that sounds great. But I didn't even know they'd be able to actually like specify who was coming to it. So who knows what I would have gotten otherwise. But yeah, it was so nice. It was like 10 people who got their citizenship. It felt like such a personalized yeah. ceremony. And like we had a photographer there and like food and you don't normally get that. Well, and like a yeah. really special Aboriginal performance yeah, too. That beginning. was like a the smoke show like yeah, reading smoke ceremony it was so cool and just like so i was a lot more emotional than i thought i would be like when i was talking well, to my all, workmates like, loved before i was like oh i'll around. probably cry but i didn't really think i would but then as soon as everything started like even oh my god singing i was like oh <laughs> before you started to stand up i got the biggest like well of tears and I, but i actually thought oh my god alex if you start crying now it's gonna turn into like ugly like, like heaving sobs like <laughs> it really took me by surprise i didn't realize how much like was in me around how much emotional holding stuff i was storing about it like almost just like waiting holding our breath to drop type thing and then it's like sometimes you don't even know how much you're doing that like yeah and and so it really shocked me like the enormity of the emotions like um but yeah it was it was just so so lovely and the weather held out because it was supposed to rain it was like a hundred percent chance of rain yeah i don't know if you guys have heard but australia mm. has been the east coast of australia like south or mid to southeast coast yeah. has been just Flooding. flooded, completely flooded. Um, this is our next national natural disaster, yeah. like after the fires and stuff. And um, some towns are like underwater, like yeah, totally like underwater. They're having it's to rescue crazy. cows and stuff mm-hmm. like that who are floating away. Uh, 
on the Gold Coast, we didn't get it so bad. No, we got, there we are parts got that got rain, flooded out and stuff, but yeah. it, it hasn't been too bad, which is good because we have a lot of canals. It's literally yeah. made up of canals. So if those overflow, that's it. Like <laughs> I'm across the street from one. Oh, um, I'm surrounded by them. <laughs> but yeah, it was like forecast of like 40 to 50, or what is it? Like 80 to 90 yeah, mil- millimeters was, of rain, like 90% chance. Um, and, then, and then it was just a great it day. Was it was beautiful. beautiful. We even made it to the beach and went for a swim. Yeah, blue sky, some dramatic clouds, yeah. like, but Actually, no rain. literally when we were at the beach, it was like the sky directly above us was blue. And then everywhere else was like a storm <laughs> cloud. And I was really like, okay, universe. Like, I get it. <laughs> I love my story. Yeah. But yeah, I just feel good. I feel like I can finally like really lay down roots and just relax. Yeah. Good. It's time. <laughs> it's it's time. time. Um, but yeah, so we had a really big weekend. Mm. And what else has been going on? Um, I have a new Netflix record that I binge watched last night and today. <laughs> um, I just watched the show called The One on Netflix. Oh, um, I wanted to watch it. Yeah, it's been they've been like promoting it pretty heavily, and I kind of didn't want to watch it because I felt like the preview seemed a bit like cheesy. But then I just got really into it. And was it depressing or was it? It's not really depressing. It's a bit like of a thrill. It is kind of depressing. It's kind of we like we were a gonna thriller. watch it on the yeah. weekend, but then we wanted something a bit lighter. A bit yeah. yeah, but um, I just got into it. Like it's kind of just a solid it's not even really it's a bit of a mystery it's it's just so basically the concept is just this woman has created um a system where you can match find your perfect match via dna so you like put your dna in the i love any movie or show yeah, that's about that's something so like that i that, find it so you interesting remember that timer movie i was too? just gonna yeah. say it it was with emma caulfield is that from her Buffy name the Vampire yeah she played anya from buffy yeah. the Vampire Slayer, and it was a movie that was on netflix like a long time ago i don't think yeah. it's there anymore but everyone got a watch or you or could like buy it percent. yeah and like if you came into like close, close contact with oh someone no, it's just like it gave you a timer so a timer would start eventually that would count down oh, to the, like the oh second yeah. you were going to meet your soulmate basically. yeah like the one person who was made so for like you. you would yeah it would just like go off as an alarm when you did it but and did she meet what happened yeah she did she ended up getting a chip and, and did then, she love him yeah i think so it was like someone her sister was dating or something. it was like a weird i can't remember but i loved yeah, it it was really good but anyways yeah this show is a similar concept but it's a bit darker and there's all this like intrigue and drama behind how all of it got started but um yeah it's very bingeable and just it is always an interesting concept so definitely recommend yay it. good i'm gonna watch it <laughs> <laughs> i was on the fence um the show that i've been binging is superstore which, which i'm sure I've a lot of other binging. people have too <laughs> Uh, it's just like The Office, but at like a Walmart type store, and it just makes me feel nice and warm and cozy. Mm. Um, Definitely the, a good like quarantine binge. Or yeah, like, yeah, the Dwight character or breastfeeding binge if you're breastfeeding. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Dwight character is like this Canadian woman yeah. who's actually just great. She's so great, and I also love that. Like the two main women who you think would hate each other because they're both really strong personalities are best friends yeah. on the show, and so That's there's like nice. little things like that. It's a really nice diverse cast mm. too. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's good. It's nice and pleasant. Yeah, it's very bingeable. And it is good because I already like started watching The Office again. And I was like, what can I watch next? Uh-huh. That's like, yeah. Um, okay. So what are we talking about this week? Okay. Well, when we didn't watch the one on the weekend, <laughs> we, I said to Tori, oh, you've got to watch The Bachelorette, The American Bachelorette. Mm. And so I'm not actually uh, an American Bachelor or Bachelorette fan. No, I don't fan. know the last time I've watched them. Me either. But um on i just need things to watch right now yeah. because i'm home well, all the time and it's on been Mally. in the news though that one like the yes. most recent one was very well that's yeah. why i was yeah. into watching it but <laughs> um 
so we didn't even know we had access to it basically yeah. but one of the channels in australia has like has it on their on-demand service so this bachelorette like it's her name's claire crawley she's 39 she's the oldest bachelorette that like has ever, ever existed <laughs> um She's been on The Bachelor, like she's been part of the regular. Yeah, The Bachelor world. I think she's done it. This was her sixth time or something yeah. like that. So she so. started on a, The Bachelor with yeah, Juan, Juan Pablo. Pablo. And she made it to near the end, right? And then I think she was like the second like, last. Uh, yeah. And then the she's done a bunch of Bachelor in Paradise. And she's very feisty. Yeah. yeah. And then she had a bunch of Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise. We haven't seen any of those. We no. just saw clips of it like on this show. And um, I first heard about the guy that wins her season um listening to the girls gotta eat podcast because they had him on as like just a guest and stuff and entrepreneur model yeah and he was like an ex-footy player and they're like oh he's so good looking blah 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 blah. and then the next episode of that podcast which is one of our favorite podcasts the girls were like oh my god did you hear that dale is gonna be on the bachelorette right and then it was just also very funny because he ends up winning right and Claire um, is famous because basically she only made it 12 days into the process before she decided that she was in love with Dale and that they had to leave the show immediately together. Yeah. And this was also during coronavirus, peak coronavirus. So they'd actually like quarantined everyone and found a whole new like compound. Yeah. So like it was like a big easy. process. I think it, yeah. like, they delayed the bachelorette yeah. too for a while and then they put it all together for her. And then so... It's only actually four episodes long, the season, which is why I decided to watch it. <laughs> so I don't think like I just remember thinking before that like American Bachelor was just so long and so boring. And like they kind of play up on the drama a lot on those. Mm-hmm. Like when we watched Australian uh, Bachelor or Bachelorette the first time, we were like, oh, like not everyone people are actually screen. nice. And they kind of are like, doing that more now. They but, are, but yeah, it was but just yeah, like originally funny it was all just... the guys were just like best friends and they'd be like, oh, mate, like. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's a four episode season, which is like really easily watchable. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I saw it appear, I was like, oh, I just want to give it a go. I'm so curious to see how this went down. Like, how do you choose someone in 12 days? Like, what is this? Is this crazy. for real? Like, yeah. who's this woman? Right. And cause she was kind of like advertised as this like single, strong, independent woman who had been, you know, on her own for a long time looking yeah. for love, but wouldn't settle. And like, but was also like really had believed like believed in love and yeah like, wasn't gonna she's give very strong-minded too like yeah. in the clips that we saw in the past like when i think she was 33 on her first bachelor or the mm. bachelor season um when she was the runner-up and she was saying to the guy juan pablo like when he rejected her she yeah. was like i would never want my kids to have a father like you like <laughs> she's really like speaks her mind yeah and, um it seems like she might get a soap opera <laughs> yeah. so anyways i said about starting to watch this and then I got I was like Tori you have to watch this yeah. this is just like a like an anthropological like Case examination yeah. <laughs> um and I want to go in saying we're kind of roasting her in some ways but I do feel for her too I feel like for her situation I think and been there in some ways yeah like, and also her edit I'm sure that some of the things were edited in a certain yeah. way so but like I think with things like edits you can't edit someone to be bad if they're not bad yeah or like, like crazy if, if they're not crazy but you yeah. can make it you Look can worse you can yeah, amplify, exemplify it. it or yeah. yeah amplify it yeah um so i think that's probably like coming to play here yes. um but yeah so we went through and decided to kind of go through her yeah, red go flags through her, issues. Like her issues and so yeah. it was funny because i think like a few years ago if i'd watched this i might have been more triggered 
Mm. Like just because I was a like single girl in my thirties, yeah. like trying to figure things out, right? And really like doing a lot of work on myself and trying to learn from the past. Yeah. And with Claire, she says those things. Yeah. But when you watch that, if you have done the work, you you know that she has, has a long way to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so there's a it lot of things happening like in play that are really obvious yeah. that like she hasn't figured out yet, which is yeah. and hopefully she does because like I think it'll give her a lot of peace at some point mm. and I looked up after this like Claire Crawley um mental issues mm-hmm. Claire Crawley crazy Claire Claire Crawley um blah 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 on Google just because I wanted to see if anyone or and gaslighting or yeah. love bombing or any of those kinds of things because she did a lot of things in the show and I wanted to see if any articles had been written about it mm. because I just felt like it wasn't addressed and the bachelor like host Chris Harrison who yeah. has recently been fired mm. for being a racist and stuff um I, I feel like everyone was kind of egging her on in her yeah. almost like I would call delusions right yeah. and rather than supporting her or kind of trying to help her to like yeah. see something different and maybe they did that behind the scenes but I kind of doubt it if you've mm. ever watched the, the TV show oh. Unreal where they it's a dramatic show about the producers of yeah about yeah. the producers of The Bachelorette and kind of like the manipulation that goes on behind the scenes but with Claire um I did feel for her and I felt like she was kind of everyone wanted her to be the most Claire yeah that she would be yeah Yeah. and it worked so during those four episodes Claire managed to live out kind of a lot of the like issues that I think like I've I've been through like I've seen all of my friends go through like the really common dating tropes and and beliefs and and kind of traps that we get ourselves into and I think on both ends like for men and women not just women oh for sure it's like a universal human thing so um it's kind of a a big feat that she managed (laughs) managed to show them in the four episodes and we thought it would be really great to break break them all down I think we have about 10 yeah I think so yeah so we've got 10 of them and yeah hopefully they'll help somebody else out there when you're thinking about it okay so what is our first one? First one is this idea of love at first sight right mm-hmm. so I think like we all like to believe in like the idea of that but the yeah. reality usually doesn't turn out exactly I how think you we're so to. conditioned to that from like rom-coms and stuff I still am like one day I'm just gonna see someone and be like oh. <laughs> I think it can happen I think it can you do have instant chemistry with some people and like but the odds of you both like being in at the right place the right to need time. the relationship yeah. and having done enough work to be able to make that relationship work like is really really like yeah. high low low, low. Yeah. <laughs> okay so love at first sight so basically claire when she has like the men come out of the limos and they all yeah. come to meet and greet her there's like a lot of great cute guys that seem mm-hmm. to come out and she seems into them all that kind of stuff and then this guy dale comes out and he doesn't actually do anything yeah very I, special. and who knows if they edited that too yeah. but like anyways we'll just go off of what we saw yeah. right so he doesn't do much special like do much of anything special no. she seems quite besotted with him and um as soon as he leaves she just kind of like has this moment and then she turns to the producers and she says i think i just met my husband Uh, and they're like wait what or no i think chris harrison comes comes out out and says no one's ever said that yeah he's like oh are you sure claire (laughs) like drama moment um so yeah at first you're like wow really like how how did you know that from that um because from an outsider just seeing that interaction you're like 
yeah it's hard to understand what kind of chemistry is at play there like what's really going on and I think also like um if it was like if it really turned out in a certain way I'd almost feel like jealous in some ways yeah like because it it would be like magic it would be if like you could have had that moment and had that actually be realized um but anyways then it's revealed like by the end of the four episodes Mm. that because the show was set to air earlier and then they had to have a break to get to prepare for coronavirus um she she, found out who all the guys were yeah and and then then she stalked them (laughs) yeah so she went on instagram and everything and stalked all the guys and she said that she just like went through all of dale's posts and like when he posted this video about his mom or like yeah posted about his dad like she's like that's like just like me and my dad or me and my mom um her dad has had passed away and her mom Mm -hmm. i think has dementia um, and is living in a home. And so she was already starting to like identify with him. And yeah, I think honestly it made the love at first sight make a lot more sense. Yeah. Cause you're like, if she had gone through all the guys and saw him and thought he was the most attractive and then looked at all of his stuff and like built this idea of him in her head, yeah. then he'd almost be like a celebrity to her already. Yeah. And then when she saw him in person and confirmed, he's like that good. It looking. was like the high. Yeah. Of it. Like then you're like, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. And so one of the things, though, that they say is, like, love at first sight is often chemistry. Yeah. Um, and that's, like, physical chemistry more so than knowing for sure what it makes or, a good long-term yeah. relationship, if that's what you're looking for. And also, a lot of the time they say we can sense in someone else when they're playing out issues that we have to resolve. Yeah. Well, that's so, a whole book I read. I've been reading this book called, oh, something about emotionally immature parents um and it basically (laughs) it basically is saying though like you're just yeah and oh so the other book i read what was it like how to get the love you want that one was mainly about like you are just reliving your childhood traumas or whatever you were missing and they were saying like you get that instant attraction to people and you would never know on the surface and it takes a long time to even figure out but then you realize they have yeah they just like play into those so now i don't know if i'm a cynic about it but i feel like anytime you see someone you go oh my god or like you meet someone for the first time and have that thing i do feel like it's like is it more anxiety or like familiar recognizing something you already know and it's not because yeah (laughs) it's not because you were meant to be it's because it's most likely a familiar trauma which is like safety almost yeah yeah and like that what you know is is what you are attracted to in a weird way even if you don't think you would be um so yeah that's the first one love at first sight and then the next one is the social media stalking which we talked about where she yeah started to build the story about dale like before she even met him right and we've definitely all done that like anytime you online date to like i try and look up anyone i'm going on a date with on social media but then you do start to build this I definitely idea. when I would be more excited about a date when I was online dating I would try and not social Look media stalk yeah. them um, because you it just psych you out too much right and I think it oftentimes it's, it is more of a dissonance where you'll like get this idea of them and then if you meet them in person and they're not what you were well thinking. and we all know social media is just like one facet of your life like, right yeah yeah Okay, and number three is feeding into your own story too much. So what do you, how would you describe Claire's story? What is she She repeating? says constantly. So I, like, all you have to do is watch one episode <laughs> and she'll have said the story a bunch of times. So it's that she's 39 years old and single because she hasn't settled and she's, you know, fought hard for love. She still mm. believes in love. Um, 
that you know everyone before hasn't fought for her um one of the things she says constantly yeah no one fights for me everyone leaves me um and that she hasn't settled yeah and so she kind of lives on this narrative narrative. a lot and like when she's on the dates with guys and she just is always saying that like Um, it's just that's hard because you know like we know the power of like words and saying things out loud and manifesting and when you're constantly telling yourself everyone leaves me everyone this you like almost create that because you're looking for that story to confirm it to yourself even if you don't want to exactly and I think also she clings so hard to the story rather than stepping back and saying wait so why is this the story what's actually happened then that I that this seems to be what's always happening to me Mm. right like why then do people seem to feel pushed away by me or why it is a thing where it's like if you're the common thread in all of these things then you need to look at yourself and like it can't always be someone else's fault right like at some point you've got to look you know there's it's 50 50 it's like when people say oh i meet all the wrong guys or blah 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 it's like but you have choice in who you decide to be with or this like so why are you choosing those people so yeah it's just not not um, taking control of her own story I exactly guess. and then like on a lot of the dates what you would see her doing is just again telling her story or like telling a narrative and it i remember when you popped in and just saw a bit of it before we watched mm. it together you were like is this a soap opera like it's like she seems like she's a character on it a tv seemed show like rehearsed lines because yeah. she said them so often and it's like a, a mantra that she's repeating constantly mm. to herself and it didn't feel like she was present when she was on the dates with the guys it felt like she was there like just still spinning spiel. her her yeah. her story right and like trying to like it was so important for her to continually get that across rather than shed that story be present in this moment mm. with these guys in this like magical place that they were in and like experience what was actually happening yeah. rather than like yeah, i think living sometimes in the past. it's also like a way to avoid vulnerability almost like you would say you're being vulnerable because you're saying these kind of bad things about yourself like everyone leaves me every this but like you've almost made it into a weird shield that you can just say yeah. but it's not like you're not actually well that's one of the yeah. things with claire and like i just she was so passionate and so um strong and fighting for herself yeah. you know and always like this is an injustice mm. like but she's one of those people where they're either that strong and that hard and that all this stuff or they're bawling their eyes out crying yeah. next that moment you were saying you know, that we were so watching you were like it seems like she could either go to crying or laughing in like a millisecond and you don't know you which don't know one. which way and that's when you know that like there's that, a lot of emotional I think stuff that's to, just to like work being through. really raw like feeling really raw too and really yeah. like yeah and just trying to protect yourself right so um so yeah claire and so it's also funny because like i was like oh, are we judging her too hardly like or too harshly when yeah. i think about it like this but then so when claire left the show um they found this other bachelorette and flew her in to mm. finish off the season right and so i've I only watched the first episode with you but we haven't watched the rest of it but even in that first episode um it's this girl taisha 29 year old mm. who comes in and then she's with the same guys basically it is like a breath of fresh air and i don't think yeah. that's just editing as well like as soon as she goes on the dates like it's just such a different tone. Like she was so natural in how she spoke. She seemed to really be having a conversation with yeah. them. I think this actually goes into our next thing, which is like when she came in, it seemed like she was giving people space. Like you felt like yeah. there was room to breathe and room to actually like get to know. The it wasn't people. like with Claire. I felt like when she was on dates with guys, 
it was like they had to jump into her world yeah and that was it it's like are you coming on my train or or am i leaving you behind it's almost a bit like when you're talking to someone and you know they're just like waiting to say the next thing and not actually yes like like she would always be thinking in her head about what she was gonna say next and a few of the guys mentioned like you you just don't even seem present on the dates yeah you're not listening to us for sure okay so then yeah the next one is like that idea of like not giving the person that you're dating space to show you who they are I think that's a huge thing I see that like I've done that before and then I've seen that with my friends and stuff too it's like when you have a lot of expectations on someone and and a lot of assumptions about who they are already um I feel like even just watching I think I just watched her first date with Dale or maybe she never had a date no, with not Dale her date her whatever. No, sorry guys we didn't even say that she's literally never yeah. had a one-on-one <laughs> date with him and she yeah. decided to leave after 12 days I with think him this was actually when she their first date when she decided to declare love to him I guess or whatever um she just kept on like being like you're this you're that like you're so much like my dad like and she was just like describing him to himself but like not even giving him a chance to speak and he was just kind of like nodding and being like yeah i guess i am yeah. <laughs> and it's like what do you well, do she was saying great things yeah, but like you're not going to refute that but it's like she just put all of these characteristics on him and like hasn't actually she doesn't know him yet at all she hasn't yeah. seen him do anything she doesn't know what he's actually like and she's she just, didn't give him space to be a human being no. right um she actually did kind of objectify <laughs> yeah she like, did objectify really, him for sure like, yeah <laughs> um so yeah and then I see that like with myself and then with my friends in relationships where you're with someone and you 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 always you're quick to like jump in and get upset mm. about something you're quick to jump in and assume something or yeah. do this or that and sometimes you actually do just have to give that person space to come a around to whatever it is you're waiting for or maybe they won't right like and to kind of like let them be who they're going to be and then it's up to you to either accept that or not accept that and I think it is like letting someone be human almost and like letting them make mistakes or show you parts of themselves maybe you won't like like I feel like she didn't leave any room for that with Dale because she was just like you're perfect everything about you is perfect you're and then just like that's a lot of pressure (laughs) Yeah, I just think when someone puts you on a pedestal like that, it's not like you're going to refuse it or be like, no, I'm not great. But it it does put so much pressure on you in the end. And it puts like, pressure on the person to perform a certain yeah, way. And it puts pressure those. on your idea of them because no one is perfect. No one is no one's gonna perfect to for those. you either, no. I think. like, And yeah, it just it leaves so much room to fall. Um, okay, and our next one is it's everyone else's fault but mine. Yeah, <laughs> so that was a big thing where she yeah. was like, you know, I just haven't settled for. So she says to one of the guys who is kind of like, there's a lot of like really tense vibes from him that I didn't appreciate, but <laughs> she says like to the camera and kind of like in this very dramatic moment, and she's like, I'm the oldest bachelor there ever was because I didn't settle for guys like that. And you're like, oh, <laughs> go clear, yeah. right? Um, but yeah, when she talks about things, it is kind of always someone else's fault. It's not her fault. She, I think, is perfect for yeah. some, somehow in her own way. Um, and I found, actually, I found it a really interesting, like, comparison to the Australian Bachelor and Bachelorette because mm. I find that on those ones, which we do watch, yeah. they're much more self-reflective and they talk and about, like, 
how mm-hmm. they're at this point where they actually truly have done this work on themselves and they mm-hmm. want to find the right person for them they want to go through the process because they haven't chosen the right people before yeah. and their other relationships haven't worked so they want to use this process of like you know dating these people in this yeah. way to see if maybe there's like a different type of person they might like they're much more self-reflective and they take responsibility for yeah. their past and i did not see that at least in her season i can't speak for like the other bachelor yeah bachelor. well and i think it goes back to what we were saying about her narrative and her story about herself and just being like people always leave me this always i'm sticking to, to the story i'm gonna repeat it yeah. until you know there's like a big iron cage around it and no one can get in yeah and it's what and it goes back to what i was saying where it's like if you're the common denominator then you have to start looking and at yourself and reflecting on like what it is you're contributing to whatever these You've patterns take are ownership yeah. for it because not everyone is an asshole and like no. everyone has the capability i think to be an asshole sometimes too so it's like if that's happening a lot then like is there a way that you're bringing that out to yeah. like and you know what yeah what's going on exactly okay and then the next one oh okay this <laughs> so this is it's called the scarcity mindset that's what we named it and yeah. it's this idea that like this is going to disappear quickly or it's like when people sleep with someone right away because yeah. they think they're going to lose them if they don't um which if you listen to our dating podcast we always said like don't do that right away yeah. if you can try just because like there's just not there's not a rush things. right yeah. like it may it feels like there's a rush sometimes but there really isn't like there's always time and if you actually like someone they actually like you like then yeah. there's all the time in the world if someone's worthwhile then they can wait <laughs> yeah and they will wait for you yeah. too um but yeah you could tell claire like even after she first met dale and was like he's my future husband like she was yeah. already like oh my god <laughs> yeah that was it even though she's in charge she has all the power she's got That's 20 whole, guys the whole point is the process and like yeah he's not gonna escape the bachelorette if like if she doesn't kick him off the show exactly like, and you need that time to build feelings and emotions and you know to not have that crash too yeah. like it's like such a high and it's nice to like spread the high out rather than have it all just come crashing down you know like with a hangover basically well she got really obsessive like really quickly and then as soon as she liked dale just like kind of stopped paying attention to all the other guys and she canceled dates and canceled rose ceremonies and and like it was so obvious to all the other guys that she loved dale right away and in a way like oh maybe it is love at first sight maybe their connection is just so whatever that blah blah blah. but but newsflash like she's not the first bachelor or bachelorette to have known right away in the first in the like limo or whatever the greeting yeah. welcome red carpet part is um to know who it was gonna be i feel yeah. like i've heard that so many times where they knew like they, the that start. person came out and yeah. they knew just like you do know to an extent who you're gonna vibe with and who yeah. you're not and then i think you kind of go through the process thinking okay i'm gonna give this a fair shot and then see yeah. if that person's still the one left well, standing at the end because like you were saying a lot of people come on the show because they haven't had the best luck with love and then they want to try and get out of their normal habits and patterns and like do do it differently not yeah. just jump into <laughs> and like the odds of her finding someone that she could really marry and finally have the mm. family she wanted and all those things were really high like when you have yeah that many suitors like one of them is going to be hopefully like a genuine guy who wants to go the distance with you and if you guys can work on it together like well it would be great i think the beauty of the bachelor or bachelor even if it's really produced and all this stuff is like it gives you this framework to really date people 
properly yes. without the usual games or like texting or any of the other bullshit you'd have to deal with with like online dating or oh, real life dating. I feel like it's such a lucky opportunity yeah i would have loved to have been the no, bachelor <laughs> go on like all these proper dates you have quality time with people you like get to do stuff with them in a lot of different situations and they're all focused on you yeah yeah so it's like a really amazing opportunity you just get to choose and like there's yeah. no oh does that person really well there is that does that person really like me but i think by the time you get to the end you kind of know and like she could have just kept going with it and given dale a rose every time and like still i i wonder if she has a thing where like she just has tunnel vision and it's hard because some people do find it really hard i think i guess to like date multiple people at the same time but if that's you then don't go on the bachelor yeah. <laughs> and you would also hope that like at 39 you would be more measured and like reasonable yeah. and like have learned some things and yeah understand that there isn't that rush no and especially like in the like environment of the bachelor yeah. he was literally stuck with her until she kicked him off <laughs> <laughs> and you get to choose everything so there was no rush anyway she yeah she yeah. was there for 12 days she, didn't even she go on a almost date. slept with him i think like in the first few days because she yeah. ha- he came over to her house or something like i kind of missed that part a little bit and then yeah they slept together on like the last one and she declared her love for him like she told him i'm in love with you and yeah which brings us anyways to the next point um love bombing so we hear that term a lot it's a lot of the time like with guys you know those guys who just say there's everything about you is amazing and then they are texting you all the time and calling you and just like like really so full on on, right so into you so all of those things um yeah and they basically like do that and hook you in and then and then they just they're just disappear or all of a sudden they lose interest (laughs) or they like all this kind of stuff i feel like most people have probably been through something like that um and love bombing i think you do tend to see it with guys more than girls but it's interesting because claire's the bachelorette and because she's older i feel like she had kind of like more the male role almost Mm. in yeah the relationship like it's like more of a power dynamic yeah yeah and um she was love bombing Dale, like 100%. Yeah. And Dale seemed really young on the show to he me. He did. I He's supposed like to be 31, like but I felt like he seemed like he was 23 or bystander something. bystander who was just love bombing. I was like, and he okay. was like, yeah, okay, that sounds good. Like, yeah. that sounds good, too. I think he just, like, didn't know what was happening all the time. Or, like, and if someone's saying all these amazing things, you're on the show for the person to fall in love with you. So you'd be like, I guess I'm winning. Like, yeah, yeah, and then you, some of his comments were like, yeah, I'm excited to see, like, how we go through the rest of the show. And then, like, the audience, we all know that she's already decided to like leave the show declare her love for him propose to him basically or yeah get him him to to propose propose to her she got like a ring made and stuff and he's saying okay sure i'll go along with this like i'm really into her too like i love this like love bombing but he thinks that they've got all these days and episodes left he doesn't realize that like the next day he's gonna have to leave the show and like even the fact that i was really surprised that she would got him to propose to her like I think so early. Well, I think that they both just, I do think that they both just wanted to be in love. And like, you want to believe in that story. And I feel like when you have someone love bombing you, right? Like Claire and like Claire's beautiful and, you know, enigmatic and stuff too. Even though some people would be like, ah, that's too much for me. But um, you want to believe it. Like, Like, why not? Wouldn't you want to believe it? Like you just, you want to hope that maybe this is the time that, that a whirlwind relationship like this would just work. 
Like it's true. There's that hope. I mean, they but, are well, on the bachelor. That's why love bombing is so effective. Like I feel like yes. even if you know it's happening, you want to you, try it. You you're just gotta just go like, with it. Oh, but it's just nice. Maybe this like, time it's yeah. Real. <laughs> um, yeah. So she love bombed Dale hard, and then the last one is oh, this is kind of like this oh, idea. Wait. Let's oh, yeah. go over because I I wanted to kind of go over all the other guys' reactions. Like oh yeah, because there's one guy. There's a Canadian guy on the show, and I feel like he was kind of the most like what the fuck is happening yeah like yeah. he was like you you've known him for like 12, 12 days. days like there's no way he loves he was you like, you don't know anything about him yet like and every a lot of people were like oh are you sure you didn't talk before the show because it was just so, it didn't make any sense yeah like it, and because and they had never had a, a single date together yeah and i felt bad for a lot of the other guys because i think they were like really upset and yeah. like a lot of them no like, so there's one guy i forget yeah. he was like an also an ex-football player mm. he so he was 31 so he was the same age as dale yeah. but he looked like he was 41 but yeah. but he was good looking he's like a good looking yeah. guy and stuff but he just seems so sincere and so real and he mm. did go on a single date with claire and he like fell in love with her and the, yeah, that was the date he, that like, you came vulnerable. in and saw and you were like is this a like a soap opera like what is this <laughs> because she was kind of like saying this like monologue speech yeah. to him and then he just seems so enamored and kind of then like tried to i guess like dramatize his own life back to her and yeah. like the w in her world and the way that it would work um and he also after claire leaves like stays on for the next girl he's convinced to do that from the other guys but then he he like on day two goes up to the girl and says i'm so sorry like you're so wonderful but like I really, really fell for Claire and I'm really hurting. And I felt you just feel for him. Like yeah, that's a genuine well, guy. And it would be hard for all of the guys because especially because they had that delay and like already knew who the bachelorette was and had invested into that and been thinking about her the whole time. And like some of them had done like research into her and then to just have her be like, oh, peace out. Also because it new didn't make sense. No, it didn't. So it'd be one thing if like, yeah, they had gone on a single date together and spent all this time together and they had been talking mm. Um, before the show started but because none of those things had happened it literally just made no yeah. sense i don't know i feel like everyone was just in utter disbelief and we're like you're making a big mistake <laughs> and that's why also when um tasia comes in after i feel like she's such a breath of fresh air yeah. for the guys too like they yeah. all got to show more of who they are and like play the game they came wanting yeah. to play that they signed up for um, okay, and then, so the last thing about this, and it's not really like a dating um, lesson or no. anything like that, but it's this thing that she kind of wears as a badge, which we've talked about in our survival um, mode, survival mode podcast, yeah. like this idea of the single independent woman, right? And she kind of like wears that as a badge and plays that part like to the fullest, but I feel like she does such a disservice to it, mm. right? And like also being older too. And like she makes it seem like if you're 39 and single and a woman, you're going to be effing crazy and like and desperate and, and, desperate and all of those like things, irrational, which is yeah. like the exact thing you don't, yeah, you don't want to portray. And because I have been a single independent woman and I have lots of friends who are single yeah. independent women. And that is like, can be such an amazing thing mm -hmm. and it's a, it can be a, it's a choice right so i think for claire it wasn't a choice like i think yeah. she would desperately want to be married with someone with kids and all of that stuff but it just kept not working for her yeah and and i think it's felt out of her control so then she's 
kind of gone the other way and been like, and well. like, well, I'm a single independent woman, but she uses it like a sword almost. Yeah. And like, that's what I think starts to give it a bad name and starts yeah. to make it almost a joke. Um, and that I did take some like, oh, like, of yeah, course, because yeah. it just gives it. Yeah, it just like does a disservice well, to everyone you're like, else. Of course, the oldest bachelorette is like. Just yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know why she's the oldest bachelorette? Like there are yeah. women who are 39 and single and like looking for love who are not like that. Yeah. And yeah, don't deserve to be grouped into the same category. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like I think hopefully she's learned from. This well, I don't know. So, yeah, you have they. Just, yeah, they yeah. haven't. I So I did some a little bit of research and they've like. I think they broke up quite quickly after mm. the show, but then they got back together and there's been sightings of them together and then not together and all that stuff. And then I just looked right now and it said that uh, they celebrated her 40th birthday together yesterday. Okay. So maybe they will. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe Claire. You never know. And Dale will both learn something from this. Yeah. Um, what else? I'm trying to think if there's any other things that we noticed during oh, the show. Oh, one of the things we didn't mention was mm. if anyone watched Love is Blind, uh, yeah. if you remember the Jessica character, like there was so a lot we of... We actually talked about this in episode eight of uh, the podcast. Yes. It's a Love is Blind <laughs> podcast and yeah. it's good. Um, there's a lot of things that reminded us of Jessica in that too. Mm. And Jessica's thing was more, I think she was more coming from like a high school mentality. Yeah. And so she wanted to be like with the hottest guy, and and then she was doing all of these little games and stuff. Mind that, games, yeah. Um, and then she also was playing that single independent woman like trope, but yeah. Um, but there are so many amazing single independent women that aren't <laughs> Jessica's or Claire <laughs> Crawley's. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyways, that was our bachelor little thing, and we're not even bachelor Friends. watchers, but we just yeah. had to talk about it because it was just so. It was yeah. just a good case study of so many <laughs> things. And I think we've really all, entertaining we've all four been episodes. There. It's worth I it. I think we have all been there in different ways or like had a lot of the issues that we just went through. And but that was basically a crash course and yeah. like what not to do and check yourself. Yes. Like what are the things that you are doing wrong, basically? Exactly. Um, so, yeah, we do hope, though, that Claire and Dale live happily ever after. I think that'd be great. That would be wonderful. I yeah. would love that. Like, <laughs> Me too. Maybe they can work through their stuff and, like, maybe because it started so fast, like, they have to slow it down, which would make sense. <laughs> but, I don't know. They would be a really cute couple, so you never know. <laughs> I would just love to see who Claire actually is when she drops the act. Yeah, and the shield and the, the oh, narrative. Oh, wait, one more thing. Actually, when I was in yoga teacher training – we had this thing where we would have to go up and, and speak like in front of this group of like 60 people. And one of the women who went up had a really performative voice mm. and our instructor head trainer or whatever, he stopped her and he said, what's with the voice? Like, that's not your real voice. Like you're putting that on, like, just be you, just be you. Um, and like really kind of started to break her down and yeah. break it down i don't it, i don't remember it going that well <laughs> because it was like obviously really deeply triggering. ingrained at the time yeah. and triggering um but we were all triggered at during that course anyways and but it was really interesting and it made me think about that and mm. when i saw claire that's what i felt like too yeah. like she's been acting for so long that she it, doesn't even know that she's acting it is one of those people that's always on yeah like the people that would probably at least for you and me tire us out if we were around them for too long because mm -hmm. they're just like it is a constant show and you feel like you have to like live up to that level and it's a you're lot. in the claire crawley show yeah yeah 
But again, best wishes for Claire. <laughs> yeah. And I think she'll work through some more of her stuff. And we all learn. We all learn from every new relationship and everything eventually. So <laughs> yeah. we'll get there. So if you have watched it and you have any comments, um, please let us know because we love discussing this. Yeah. It's like the best form of gossip. <laughs> So um, this coming, like in a few days, I guess, like the Friday or Saturday, we've yeah. got, so the Sunday is the full moon. So we've got a high, high tide, tide podcast coming up. We haven't done one in a while. Have we done one this year? No, not yet. Okay, that's great. That's really exciting. Yeah. So we've got a high tide, ooh, and a baby crying, so we've got to go, <laughs> but we've got a high tide podcast coming up and stay tuned. It'll come out to you really soon. Okay. Love you guys. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Remember to live tenfold. <laughs> Leave us reviews and follow us. <laughs> <laughs>